Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, Lil. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. This is Rhonda Ross, and you are listening to the Ludini Rock and Roll Circus. Hey, hello, everyone, and welcome to the Ludini Rock and Roll Circus. That's LudiniRockandRollCircus.com, where you can keep up with uh, everything we have going on every Wednesday, a new interview like we have today with uh, the uh, amazing uh, Rhonda Ross. Yes, I said Rhonda Ross. You got it right. Is on the line here with us today. Really excited. And uh, every Saturday, we've got a new music podcast. So you definitely want to check that out at LudiniRockAndRollCircus.com. Real quickly, I'd like to thank my sponsor, Positively Pittsburgh Live at TPLMag.com. Go check out what they have going on there. It's a great place to uh, uh, just watch videos, listen to podcasts like this one, get a lot of great information, save money. It's all kind of cool stuff there. That is TPLMag.com. Now, the, uh, the wonderful uh, lady I have on the phone with me today is uh, Rhonda Ross, uh, daughter of the uh, famous uh, Diana Ross. And who would have thought a small-town guy like me would someday get to hobnob with such amazing people like this. So uh, I'm really excited. Um, Rhonda, welcome to the Ludini Rock and Roll Circus. How are you? Thank you. Thank you. I'm good. Thank you for having me. <laughs> so you you were accomplished uh, actress. You you really kind of uh, made you know a, a good splash in acting. What made you decide to get into music? I mean, I know you're from a famous music family, but that doesn't necessarily mean you have to do music. So how did you make a dis- uh, decision to get into that? Well, I've I've always done both, Lou. I've always oh, okay. been both um, a singer and a singer songwriter and uh, an actress um, since my childhood, you know, high school days, um, and then during. Um, during college, uh, I went to Brown University in Providence, Rhode Island. Uh, towards my last year or two, I started singing in a jazz uh, quartet uh, professionally around Providence. And as I graduated, um, uh, I went both into singing and also um, continued acting. And, and I, I uh, was cast on a soap opera, Another World, which is where people say I made my splash. <laughs> but, um, but I was always singing. I mean, I was singing on Another World. They, there, mm. There's several episodes of me singing on that show, you know, so. Oh, yeah. wow. Um, why jazz? You know, I don't I don't know why jazz except for the fact that it's always spoken to my heart. Um I will give you uh, a a funny story though. My mother was pregnant with me when she was studying to play Billie Holiday uh in Lady Sings the Blues, uh, mm. her her acting debut which she was nominated for an Oscar for. Um uh, so she was she she had they had planned to shoot and she found out she was pregnant and so they couldn't shoot um, so they postponed the film for a year or nine months or however many <laughs> <laughs> okay. and um, and during that time she studied and researched and listened to nothing but Billy and so I believe I was hearing uh, Billy Holiday in the womb you know and later as I grew and 
would watch her concerts um, all the time. My favorite part of her concerts was were always the uh, the jazz section uh, where she did the the Billie Holiday stuff. And so Billie is a huge influence on me. And um, as I became an adult uh, in my in my twenties. I met and married Rodney Kendrick, an amazing jazz pianist, and he was the music director for um, uh, Abby Lincoln. And Abby is a direct uh, musical descendant of Billy. And Abby ended up being um, uh, one of my first uh, and greatest teachers. Um, so jazz is just uh, it's it's just in me. Um, the storytelling aspect of of that type of jazz, um, the social aspect of that type of jazz, from Billie Holiday to Abby Lincoln to Nina Simone, um, these are these are um, the people I look to. Um, well, you're also a songwriter, yes. um, so tell us about your songwriting process. And do you and Rodney write together? We do. Rodney and I have been collaborating uh, musically as well as. Um, it, you know, as husband and wife and parents, um, <laughs> for over for over twenty years, and um, uh, we do write together. Uh, uh, many of the songs that uh, that are out there um, are he and I together, and uh, and I also write on my own, and I also collaborate with others. Um, my songs come from my life. Um, my songs are exploring the issues that I explore in my life, issues of. Um, what it is to be a person, what it is to mm-hmm. be a woman, what it is to be a black person, what it is to be a mother, what it is to be a daughter, what it is to be a spiritual seeker uh, in this day and, and time. Um, there's a lot going on in the world right now. There's a lot of um, energies, um, uh, um, um, disparate energies. And, uh, and the question is how do I manage that? How do I walk through that? How do I still uh, love myself in that? How do I still make a difference in that? And um, and that's what I write about. Those are the songs I write about. Okay. Speaking of what you write about, um, I've uh, first of all, do you have a full length record out, or is it coming out? Or I have right now. There. Speaking of collaborations with Rodney, I have. Okay. It's an older. It's an older record. It's called Rhonda Ross Live, featuring Rodney Kendrick, uh, mm-hmm. and that's that's quite some time old, but it's it's out there, and I'm very proud of it. And then in the last couple years, I put out a couple singles, um, uh, Nobody's Business and Summer Day. But yes, I have a, a full length studio CD. I was hoping that it would drop this month. We're not quite finished with it, so I think it'll be next month, April. Um, I don't even have a title for it yet, uh, but but the songs have been recorded and mixed, and um, and so I'm very excited that that'll come out. And I'm also already writing for my next um, record. So um, there's there's a lot happening right now. Um, are you writing all the time? You are like lyrics as you're like going about your day to day life. You know, I am writing all you know. the time. I am writing all the time. I've always written uh, on the regular, but this year, 2016, um, it just feels like the songs keep coming. They keep coming. I, there's just so much. There's so much to speak to. There's so much to um, uh, to to explore and to look at. I, I'm the kind of artist that. I am very uh, impacted by what's going on around me. Um, I'm not. I, there are some singers who want to sing songs sort of separate from um, uh, what's happening in society, but I'm not one of them. And so everything that comes through me, every idea, every question, 
every challenge that I'm faced with emotionally, psychologically, physically ends up coming out through song. Um, so yeah, this, this year specifically, 2016, there's been um, a lot of songs, <laughs> a lot of songs I'm writing all the time. So when you, when you are, are looking at something, you know, something's happening to you or something's happening in the world or whatever, and you get the sort of bug to kind of like turn that into music. Yeah. I mean, how do you do that without, because, it, you know, sometimes if something is like, I don't use like the word political, but if it's, it, it, it doesn't have that sort of like staying power because it like, oh, that happened 20 years ago. There's it, like songs from the 60s and stuff that like, are you correct. know, like they're kind of like, it's not really relevant in, the, in a way because they're so, you know what I mean? So how well, do you kind of like I know, frame I that? know exactly what you mean. And, um, and of course, every song is different and I allow each song to be its, its own song. So okay. this is not a blanket uh, thing. But what I tend to do is find the core feeling. Mm. So uh, if I'm watching a de- uh, presidential debate <laughs> and, mm. um, and feelings are brought up in me, instead of the song being about the debate or about the candidates or about their stance, the, f- the song is more about the feeling that came up in me, which that feeling is universal and that feeling is timeless, right? A feeling oh, yeah. of, um, of a feeling empowered or unempowered or afraid or um, whatever it is. And the song will then uh, be about that. And the story that's told through the song might have absolutely nothing to do uh, with uh, presidential uh, campaigns. It might have something to do with something else, but it will be, it will be um, based in the feeling that was brought up for me. Uh, great, great. Yeah. That's a, that, you answered a big question because I, I always kind of wondered, like, when the songwriter is impacted by something, how they kind of navigate that. And that's actually, like, a beautiful way of doing it because it brings a lot of, a, a lot of things and a lot of people into the discussion. So people that uh, maybe, maybe don't understand or whatever, when you speak to the feeling, well, everybody can relate to the feeling. Yeah, and you know, of course, that's beautiful. every songwriter is different, but... Um, but that's that's really the way that I find. And oftentimes a story will come to me um, based on that feeling, and it'll be a story that I didn't didn't necessarily even expect. It's not mm-hmm. a story that's in any way autobiographical, or it's just it, it just be a story. But that story um, illuminates that feeling, and and that feeling is what I needed to express in that moment, or that feeling is what I feel that we as a community are. Um, are battling with. Um, okay, so let's get a little more specific now because um, I was listening to uh, Nobody's Business. Yeah. Um, so, so go ahead, tell me, tell us about that song. I will. So, that song is is really one of my favorites. I'm very yeah, very it's proud great. of it. It's it's yeah. um, it's a song that speaks to the power that we each hold inside of us, power and responsibility for that power. And uh, what the power is, is that we get to choose how we are going to feel um, despite what's happening um, around us, despite uh, the turmoil around us, despite uh, other people's um, opinions of us, right? My mother right. has a, 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 a saying that she said all of, all of her life to her children, um, don't let other people's water get in your boat, Right. Mm. And so we have a responsibility for our own boats. 
So that song, Nobody's Business, is about that. Um, the lyric says, ain't nobody's job to make you happy. Ain't nobody's job to pull you through. Ain't nobody born to give you sunshine that lights inside of you. Ain't nobody going to seek your freedom. Your heart will lead you through. You're the one to choose how you're feeling. Ain't nobody's business if you do. And uh, and I that's a it's it's my practice it's my spiritual practice you know and I wrote that song um, because there was a day uh, when I was feeling down I was feeling frustrated I was feeling unsupported I was feeling unseen you know and mm. having a little pity party and I actually <laughs> heard this voice said ain't nobody's job to make you happy Rhonda Ross. <laughs> it is nobody else's job to make you happy, so need to figure this one out, you know. And um, and I I repeat that I write songs that help me to live, and that is a great example of a song that helps me to live. Um, let's shift a little bit into the live performance because um, in the live performance, you also do a little some like storytelling with the audience. You sort of like get into like what the songs are about as I you're. Do. Yeah, could you tell us a little bit about the uh, Rhonda Ross live experience? Yes, well, um, it is an experience, and people tell me that despite you know the clips I have on on YouTube and that sort of thing, that it is different in the room, and mm-hmm. it is different in the room because um, we are all made of energy. And music is energy, and we are all uh, coming together, and and in in a very real way, we are all one when we're in that room together. And I believe that art is a conversation. All art is a conversation. Performing art, visual art, um, all of it is a conversation. It is not one person. uh, It's not a monologue, right? And um, so I... I take that very seriously, and the exchange between me and the audience is uh, very palpable and 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 really sacred to me. Um, but yes, we talk, we talk, <laughs> and um, and I I do tell stories, and and I do talk about where different songs have have come from, and. Um, uh, different ways that they can be interpreted because of what we talked about earlier. Um, one song can be seen in, in so many different ways. Uh, so we do, we talk about all of that and, and it's a, it's a, it's a good vibe, you know, um, the lyric of, of my songs, every lyric, um, has a meaning. Mm. Uh, That's just the way I write. Uh, I, I don't, I don't know how to write any other way, but the music is grooving and funky and and fun and makes you want to move. And I think that that's really the power of music is that when it makes you want to move, uh, you can you can receive the message in it um, so much more easily. Well, there is a connection, you know, between the, the, the spiritual side of us and our physical bodies, and that's kind of what the yoga practice yes. is all about. I'm assuming you do yoga. Yes, I, I, I do. I do practice yoga, um, and I practice meditation, and I believe that we are spirits with bodies, not the other way around. Um, and um, yeah, so you're speaking my language. That that is that is all my practice. Well, that follows very nicely with what we're talking about with the music kind of like, you know, the the rhythms and everything kind of activating the body, and then you kind of take into a place where you can kind of become open yes. um, to ideas and thoughts and feelings. Yes, 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 yes. Tell us about, you had a, you got to do something really awesome that a lot of 
well, most musicians don't get to do. You get to play the inaugural ball. Yeah, well, one one of them. One of them. There were many. You got to do something really awesome like that. So tell us about like like the, what that experience was like. Well, it's um uh it's an honor, as you just said. It's it's beyond an honor, and yeah. uh, just to just to be in any way in the room of that of that uh, part of history. Mm-hmm. Uh, is is incredible, you know. I I just think you know these eight years that that Obama has had, and and this was in 2012, so this was, you know, halfway through. But it, mm-hmm. this this eight years, what a what a remarkable thing that we have been able to witness it. That it's been part of our lives, right? And yeah. so um, just to be a fly on the wall, for for lack of a better word, in the room um, of that experience uh, is 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 a big deal. So I was just I'm just pleased to have been, you know, been a part of that history in in a small way. But it was one of the inaugural balls. There's many of them, and uh, and and yes, I was invited to perform, and I was very very honored. Of course. Um... All right, moving right along because you've got we've got so much to talk about. You do so much. <laughs> tell us I about, do. I'm very what, busy, Lou. Very busy. <laughs> tell us about tell us about relativity. I mean, beyond the Einstein reference, what is what? Tell us about relativity. Thank you for asking. Uh, relativity is a solo theater project that I am working on now. It is uh, a piece that, similar to what we were talking about with with songs and stories, it is a story. Uh, and a group of characters that just started to come to me. Um, I just started to hear them talking. Mm-hmm. And wow. I have um, a dear friend who is a brilliant uh, performing artist, director, uh, actor, singer, professor um, named Daniel Alexander Jones. And I mentioned it to him, and he said, write them down, write them down, write them down. So mm-hmm. um, I just started writing down these um voices that I was hearing, I started to notice that they were different from each other. Uh, They had different perspectives. And slowly this became a piece. Um, And and I noticed that it was uh, Afrofuturistic. It was darker (laughs) than, Mm. um, uh, than what I tend to write about when I write a little bit more consciously than that. Um, But I was honoring the story and, um, really just just writing it down. And as it came together, I realized that uh it is a a dark tale of um of uh supremacy, of privilege, of uh uh, uh power gone awry. Mm-hmm. And these characters are living in this in this um dystopia and I I uh I I wrote it down and I just sort of honored what it was. And so we are still in the process of, um, one, completing it, but two, um, staging it and putting it up. Um, I've had readings of it. I did a a wonderful reading about a year ago at the University of Texas at Austin um, of the play. And that's what it is. It's called Relativity. Relativity has a lot to do with, um, yes, the Einstein reference, but also just perspective, relative Mm -hmm. perspective. Um, and um, looking at the same thing in different ways, and uh, and I'm very proud of it and very excited about it, and really looking forward to um, to to bringing it to a, a wider audience. 
Um, that's uh, yeah. I was reading that on your website, and I was like, I really wanted to kind of know a little bit more about that. Um, yeah, it's cause way, when, when, just the way you describe it, the way, way it's described on your site, you know, it seems like a little. I don't want to say out of character for you because everything you have is so like you know positive. I mean, this seems like you know like like a little kind of like a look from the other side. It might be the, the other side of the coin, to, but you know what, Lou? I, I truthfully and and as an artist, I mm. I I take my authenticity very seriously. Of course. And and what I mean by that is I try to honestly. Uh, express who I am and where mm. I am. Now, it happens that I tend to be a positive person. <laughs> so, right. um so that's what comes out. But when there are moments that um what comes out is less than positive, I allow that too. Um it it's more important for me to be honest as opposed to building some kind of um uh shined up brand of course you know of course. and so uh that's that's really and people ask me often how is it uh being the daughter of Diana Ross do I feel in the shadow etc cetera, etc cetera. and the reason I don't is because I am um staunchly holding on to my individuality and my authenticity and um, and when I can do that, when anyone can do that, you can't be in anyone's shadow, right? You are yourself. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And so, um, so that's so. So it's really important to me that that I also honor um, that piece and that play and those voices, and as well as songs like Summer Day, which are all about hope. But then um, there are other songs. Um, Drumbeat of Life, for instance, um, one of my songs, it's not, I wouldn't call it dark, but it's a little angrier, you know, mm-hmm. and so I just, um, I, I allow for, for all, I allow for all of that. Um, one of my songs um, here right now is, a, is an example of a, of, a, of a story that came to me. It's, it's not autobiographical. It's a, it's a story that came, and it's about a person who is lost. Um, without she she has lost she's lost through death or whatever she's lost and um and she doesn't know that she can still connect uh for instance mm. this person who has died the spirit is still alive but she doesn't know that she can connect and so even though the spirit is there in the song she is still lost right and mm. so it, and it has it has no happy ending <laughs> right and um and that song came to me, that story came to me, and I allowed it to be what it was. A part of me said, no, 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 she has to find out at the end. <laughs> but she doesn't in that song. Mm. Um, and I'm not sure that relativity has a happy ending. Um, you know, the way it's come so far, not so, not so happy, not so happy. And so, <laughs> so I, but I honor that. I think, it's, I, I think if I start to um, dictate what it needs to be, how it needs to end, the stories will stop stop coming through. Mm. I really need to stay open for them. Mm. Okay. Um, like, let's, let's switch gears again. <laughs> yeah, like I got so much going on. You work with charities and you do some public speaking. Yeah. Like can you talk a little bit about that, some of the charities you work with and some of the work you do with that? I can, yes. Um, well, let me speak to the public speaking first of all. Um, okay. My my speaking is exactly what we've been speaking about today. Um, mm. It's it's what I write my songs about. Um, it's 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 I talk about being an artist. I talk about being authentic. I talk about uh, having power 
and tapping into that power. I talk about the responsibility of that power. Um, I talk about dreaming. I talk about visioning um, and being a visionary and having vision and, and working toward creating that vision and knowing that um, we each have the power to create that vision um, and the responsibility to create that vision. And so this is what I speak to. I do speak to uh, usually younger people, but not all the time, um, mm-hmm. uh, all over the country. And um, so, so that's what I speak to. And in terms of um, my charity work, uh, I, I, the things that speak to my heart specifically tend to be um, charities that help children, um, that uh, speak to um, uh, women and people of color, and and help empower, um, help empower. And so uh, I'm on the board of uh, Hearts of Gold, which is a New York-based charity that helps um, homeless mothers and children, and specifically, uh, again, empowers them uh, through uh, tutoring and um, um, help, academic help. Um, um, helping the mothers uh, get on their feet in terms of finding uh, permanent housing, um, finding a job, learning, again, how to cook more healthily for their children, um, th- this kind of thing, clothing that they may need, um, uh, things, things that they may need in, in the starting of their new home, uh, that sort of thing, and, uh, and, and giving some joy to these children who are in the shelter system. Uh, there's a whole bunch of them here in New York. Uh, they still have to go to school. They still have to do all that stuff, but giving them support and love and uh, joy and celebrations um, when it comes time for the holidays and birthdays and, and all of that. And, of course, um, academic work so that they can feel um, uh, again, empowered um, to know that they have the power to do what they need to do in their lives, despite this momentary um, moment of, um, of of being in the homeless shelter. So that's Hearts of Gold. Um, I'm also part of Figure Skating in Harlem, which does very similar things uh, for girls uh, in Harlem, um, tying figure skating um, and the the – the 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 goals and the uh, tools that you learn through a sport like figure skating to their lives and to their academics, also giving them academic help and just helping them know, you know, in figure skating, you fall, you get back up, and that's what you do in life too, you mm-hmm. know. And so, um, so those are the two big ones that I support. Um, I support them financially. I support them with my time, uh, with my presence, and um, and that's what we do. That's what we do. <laughs> okay. Great. Um, uh, now, in the, in the, what's coming up for you this year, I'm like in the next six to 12 months, and if you could include something, if you could talk, tell us a little bit in that about Daughters of R&B, because I know that's something you're involved with. That's yes, it is. Now. It is. So um, I will be touring um, around uh, all over the country with the Rhonda Ross Experience, uh, my show. Um, uh, I don't, you know, I, I have gigs in New York. I have gigs just everywhere. People can go to my website, therondaross.com, T-H-E-R-H-O-N-D-A-R-O-S-S.com. And I'm also all over social media at therondaross.com. And people can keep track of what I'm doing with um, with my show. Uh, as I mentioned, I do have a record coming out. That should be out uh, in April. And, um, and 
so that's part of my thing. And then I've joined forces with Miss Carla Cook, uh, Sam Cook's daughter, a lovely woman and vocalist. And together we have been uh, touring as Daughters of Rhythm and Blues. And that is also a link on my website. And we also have a Facebook page, Daughters of R&B. And uh, people can go check that out. And we have gigs uh, for the next, like you just said, 6 to 12 months. I know in July we'll be doing the Northeast Coast. We'll be doing Connecticut and Maine and that sort of thing. Um, and so I have that going on. And, uh, and that's it. People, you know, relativity will be, will be staged soon. Um, and and that's, that's what we're doing. That's just keeping me busy. <laughs> okay. That is what's keeping you busy. Give everybody the website one more, one more time, Rhonda, if you don't mind. The Rhonda Ross, T-H-E-R-H-O-N-D-A-R-O-S-S dot uh, com, R-O-S-S dot com, uh, Ron, com. Right, Rhonda, thanks a lot for taking some time out to talk with us today. I really appreciate it. Do you have a minute to maybe take a bonus question um, after I wrap up the show? I do. Okay. All right. We'll do a bonus round with Rhonda here in a second. Guys, you've been listening to the Ludini Rock and Roll Circus. Uh, you can go to ludinirockandrollcircus.com to hear uh, more great interviews like the one you just heard with the amazing uh, Rhonda Ross. Uh, I haven't been to church in a long time, but I kind of feel like this Sunday morning I was just at church. It was <laughs> I a love it. One, wonderful experience here with a, a lovely uh, person, lovely woman. Uh, LudiniRockAndRollCircus.com. One more time, I'd like to thank my sponsor, Positively Pittsburgh Live, where you can check out all the good news about everything that's going on in the area. That is PPLMag.com. You can follow us on social media, Ludini Rock and Roll Circus. And if you are a fan or you believe in independent music, music that isn't really getting out there uh, in the uh, through corporate media, please support us at supportindyrock.com. That is supportindyrock.com. My name is Lou Lombardi. You're with the Ludini Rock and Roll Circus, and we'll see you guys in the next podcast. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.